Rock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG, Public Radio, or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. I spent four years in the Navy busting my ass to support and defending the Constitution. I'll go to war before I let some feminist or tranny tell me what I can or can't say. You feel me? Yes, sir. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. With me, as always, is Nick. It wasn't as always because you weren't here last week, bro. That's just my name now. Oh, my mic's on. And try again. Maybe the mic moved. Did it? Oh, yep. there it is. It's now two. All right. I got you now. Nice. Yeah, so how was your weekend, bro? It was good. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing. Uh, I did the basketball games. We won. So that was good, at least, you know. Fredericksburg Grizzlies, right? Fredericksburg Grizzlies. It's boring whenever you call the games or you lose. You're like, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, nah, so they won. It was good. Other than that, I don't think I did anything cool. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we'll go right into Nick's picks. We'll talk about you for a little bit. Uh, happy birthday, belated birthday. Oh, thanks, man. How old are you, 21? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already past 30. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, so, did you get a chance to see that movie Free Fire we talked about like two, three, two, three weeks ago? I started to watch part of it, and I just uh, I didn't want to watch it anymore. I was like, I'll watch it to review, but I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Oh wow! Yeah. So, you have any thoughts about Christian Kanye? Because I did that uh, bit last <laughs> week about I don't. Did you hear the show last week? No. Oh, okay, because I was talking about Kanye being a Christian. Yeah. What do yeah. you think about that? I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he's doing it for free. That's one thing. Yeah, so it is, like, as much as you could say it's a stunner or whatever, like, he's not making money off of it. So I'm like, it's just something that he wants to do. He's just a weird dude. Like, cult living, like. <laughs> yeah, love living however. I don't yeah, care. it's free shows for people that get to see it, and it's talking about something positive, God forbid. <laughs> God <laughs> like, forbid. Whatever, yeah. get a whole bunch of crazy people who normally don't go to church talking about something that. Yeah. Instead of, you know, so. Yeah, there's plenty of other negative things to talk about other yeah. than that, right? So, yeah, that's why I was like, I mean, it's crazy. He's crazy, dude. But he we already knew that, right? He said he was going to call himself. Everybody was mad because he said he was talking. He was mad at Forbes for not calling him a billionaire, and they laughed at him, and he <laughs> sarcastically said, I'm going to change my name to Christian Jesus Kanye West billionaire or something, and everybody was like, oh, he's going crazy. And I watched the part of the interview, and I was like, he's clearly being sarcastic because they right. laughed at him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny. It's just Kanye in general. So yeah, yeah. Weird dude. So weird yeah, dude. I would expect him to be running some sort of cult like that. Yeah, so this is uh, the next pick section. Did you have any uh, other more games coming up? or? Yeah, we got a game on Saturday. Um, the 23rd will be coming up. That'll be at Riverbend High School, 7 o'clock. Tip off. Nice. Yes. And you'll be calling the game, huh? I will not. Oh, no? we got a fashion show this weekend, too, down at the Eagles Lounge. Uh, flash and show concert that we're going to be doing sound for. What? Where's the? Where's that place? The Eagles Lounge in what? Stafford. Oh, it's at Stafford. Cool okay. Springs, yeah. Okay. So Anything else going on with you? No, nothing off the top. I think the few things that I read in your thing were were stuff that I was, I was like that was what I was going to talk to. But oh, okay. The stuff that I was there's a few stories, yeah, up. that I thought were interesting this week. But okay. you have them. You're gonna talk about them in here. Yeah, and so skipping my weekend because my weekend was this uh, this Twitter thing. Is this for the one you were talking about or one of the other ones? Which the mailbag. <laughs> I got stuff coming up with the mailbag too. So uh, this is what happened to me this weekend. Uh, I went into work and because uh, 
you get bored at work, that, that's the only time I check Twitter. So, um, so apparently I got locked out for Twitter from Twitter for about 12 hours. Now, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but um, because it was completely unintentional. So here's what happened. Um, I use uh, CastBox to listen to podcasts. And apparently when you comment on a podcast, the app also tweets the comment. And it also adds things like at Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, it was a Joe Rogan experience uh, podcast. Uh, an old one, I think it was 488, I want to guess, I'm guessing, right. um, where uh, it had Eliza Schlesinger. And the comment I made was, uh, uh, what a cock tea slut, hashtags, you let him on, hashtag Joe Rogan is tepid. Now, the reason I called Eliza Schlesinger a, a cock tea slut is because she implied that she had this dude that she would, uh, she wasn't interested in like anything, like a complex relate or a, a full relationship with him, but mm -hmm. she'd, you know, make out with him sometimes, maybe, maybe get to let him get to second and stuff like that, but she wasn't interested in him. Right. And I was like, that's why it's hashtag you let him on. Right. I think that's a horrible thing to do to somebody. <laughs> you know? It's like, if, but yeah, you know, I'm, I don't think we could have a relationship, but if I'm drunk and I want to make out, I want to make out with you. Right. You know, I think that that's evil, perhaps. Right. Anyway, so, so Twitter locked me out because of this com con uh, comment. Um, and you know why? Why? Cockney slut. Right. You can't say something like that on Twitter, apparently. Uh, yeah, so Twitter locked me out, and they asked to verify my phone number so they could put me in the evil people category, and they asked me to de delete my post. And at first, I was like, hell no, you fucking commies. But as I'm looking at the comment, I was, think I was thinking, I'm sober now, it's an old podcast, and uh, Eliza's getting married, so her career's over, just delete it, you know, 90% of what people say doesn't matter, and so I just deleted it. Okay, so what... What did I learn from all of this? Simply, I learned that I want to encourage you to comment on my podcasts. Apparently, people are looking at that shit. Plus, I promise you, I'll never report or delete your comments or retweets or however Twitter works. I believe in fun, the fun and the power of free speech. Hell, I was ready to delete Twitter 11 hours ago. I can handle Twitter. Can you? Plus, I think hashtag Joe Rogan is tepid really needs to catch on because he is. Um... Now, the only reason I make these comments is because uh, I love Eliza Schlesinger. I love Joe Rogan. I mean, there's no re I mean, why are you commenting on the podcast from, you know, four years ago? Right. <laughs> Unless you sit in there and listen to it. Right. I mean, this is all due, to, due respect, Joe Rogan. You're tepid. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Joe Rogan. Because uh, I'm kidding, Joe Rogan. I love it when Joey Diaz is on there. I'm sure you, if you watch Joe Rogan, if you, or you listen to Joe Rogan, you know what I'm talking about. Joey Diaz episodes are always the best. Anyway, so because um, I know Joe Rogan could kick the shit out of me, and I know he's close. I, I know he's close enough to Eliza Schlesinger to kick the shit out of me on her behalf. So uh, the only reason I'm making fun of you is because I've listened to hours upon hours upon hours of your podcast and a couple of hours of comedy specials from Eliza. So I mean, I got a lot of enjoyment out of it, and if I don't hate on it, it means I didn't like it. Right. So I mean, so you think Joe Rogan's gonna kill me? George is going to fly out to Fredericksburg and kick your ass. He should do it on our podcast. We need the views. Well, I just, <laughs> I would hate to get that messenger. Somebody messages me. It's like, dude, I'm at the Walmart. No, I'm at the mall. Joe, <laughs> Joe Rogan's down here asking around for a dude named Madman Lowercase. Looking for you. 
You better hide, Scott. You better hide. Just knocking on random people's doors. <laughs> Got a picture of you. Hey, you know me? I'm Joe Rogan. He's like, I love you, Joe Rogan. He's like, I'm looking for this guy. He's putting up missing posters around town. <laughs> if you a, see him, call he's, me. He's got a still frame from one of my videos on pot, on uh, YouTube. Search for the Mad Man lowercase Joe Rogan if you need still frames. So you know my face to look for so you can come punch it in. <laughs> That's funny. That would be nuts. No, I love Joe Rogan. And... uh <clears throat> Yeah, and I, I say it with all due respect. If, I, if I'm not hating on it, it means I don't, I don't enjoy it. Right. Yeah, so that's... I've <laughs> got my Twitter blocked. That's funny. Yeah, that is hilarious. Well, I always thought it was going to be something more meaningful. It was like the first time, you know, Twitter. But it, it's not. There's, there's no reason for me to say, you know, it was years ago. People make mistakes when they're young. I understand, Eliza. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't think that that was evil. That kind of behavior was evil if I didn't fit... Uh, think of myself as evil for doing that to someone myself yes except it, it, it was it didn't stop at second base so <clears throat> that's a danger of friends with benefits somebody um, and gentlemen yeah somebody flagged you shit the, somebody saw it and didn't like it well that's what i mean was it you joe, have to get it was it joe down. rogan he was somebody <laughs> from yeah right that's funny what who is this guy f this guy yeah madman lowercase who cares report report mm-hmm and I'm sure it's just—I'm sure it's just something in the algorithm of Twitter, the way Twitter is. Right. Anyway, uh, how, how far are we in? Ten minutes in. Holy cow! That's all right. Um, you want to get into the mailbag? Yeah, what you got in there? All right. So, um, yeah, I got two emails. By the way, um, if you want to email me, um, you can email me at madman at fxbgpr.com. That's madman, which is one word, in, denoting insanity, not anger. Madman at fxbgpr.com, which obviously stands for Fredericksburg Public Radio.com. But don't send it to publicradio.com because it's not rerouted to. So, FX, Madman at fxbgpr.com. Uh, and I'll read your uh, emails on the air if you wish. These people have asked me not to put a, their emails or their names or anything like that. And I, re, I will respect that no matter what you send me, no matter what you say, because some of this stuff. Is it bad? Uh, well, you know, we'll. we'll We'll go through these two, th these two emails that I want uh, that I got. So the first one was by this person who um, asked me in a few more words you know, at length. And so you never talk about Rebecca Felgate anymore. Uh -huh. And my response to you, anonymous listener, is <clears throat> you're damn right I don't. All right, let's go to the next email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So this, the gist of this person's email, I don't want to name them as well, um, um, they, uh, they said that they, com they commented that Nick speaks slower than I do. You speak slower than I do. Mm. And that that may mess up the, uh, disrupt the rhythm of the show. Now, I can't help but strongly disagree, dear, dear listener. Uh, still, run, still waters run deep. You know what I mean? And I'm as shallow as a brook. Shields. But Nick, he has, he has a different sort of pattern. He has a different sort of pattern. And we all have our own way of talking, and adapting, to, and adapting the way someone talks is all about understanding the world you live in. We all have to talk to others every day, and relationships develop in any workplace. I think FXBG Public and Pirate Radio has always been built upon a menagerie of different characters, voices, and creators. And we always welcome more. I've had many co-hosts, co mostly because I am difficult to work with. But Adam Dodd has been on the show. Brian Kearns has been on the show. E.J. Edmonds, Ray Lord, Talkative Tom, the dearly departed Hill Hippie. 
and yes, even Nick. Y'all need to learn each other's patter that you don't understand. You need to challenge ideas without dismissing them offhand. You need to be empathetic enough to understand that humanity is all on the same team. We're all family. Talking with a bass line like Nick makes me hit the harmonies and handle the melody. If you don't understand that, well, you're probably Joe Rogan or Eliza, what's her name? Or many of the millions of people who never get this podcast. This has been, <laughs> this has been brought to you ad-free by the owner of, one of the owners of FXBG Public Radio. You're fucking welcome. Well, I'll just be talking to you. It's different because like, I do a different pattern on my show. I also announce basketball games. I could be like, yeah, I'm doing all the... Like, I'm just, we're having a conversation there, so I'm not like... Well, you're just being yourself. Yeah, I was just talking to you. I didn't... Uh, I've never noticed this that. Is, this is just one whiny little... I'm just... One whiny little complaint. Hey, I'm smacked also, so... <laughs> so, I mean, it's just one whiny, whiny little complaint. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. You know? My feelings are hurt. Your feelings shouldn't be hurting. Oh, no, I don't care. Yeah. I don't I didn't even get it. That's why, you know, the email was sent to me. Is like, Do they talk faster? Well, I mean, I, I talk a little faster than you. But you're reading off of a piece of paper. True, but I mean, even when I'm speaking, I speak a little bit faster than most people. I right. Mean, so, uh, I will say that there have been some complaints that I talk too fast. Yeah. Well, if you, you can't keep up, that's because you're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you remember you uh, the shows with Tom, talking of Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he talked different than I did. You yeah, know? I think everyone talks differently. How would they be able to tell the difference if we both talk the same? That's right. It would just be you talking to yourself. There are some podcasts out there where it's like uh, <laughs> it may be like brother, like two brothers on the show, and they have like the same voice, and you don't know who's talking or it something. Just like sounds that. like they're talking to themselves. But here's what I mean: is like you can distinguish listener from my voice and Nick's, right? Give me an example. Yeah, they have to because you be saying some wild stuff sometimes. <laughs> you started this one off rough already. The Joe Rogan knocks on your door. Like, no, it's not me, man. I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad, man. I'm the other guy. I'm the slow talker. Nothing wrong with that. Lost my uh, place here. Lost my place here. All right. Wow, I'm burning through these first two. I went through them fast. Just to prove the point that I talk faster than most people. Nice. <clears throat> Just take a little sip here. Mm. I don't know why I was thinking about this, this next topic. What's that? Uh, but you know Genesis uh, chapter 6, verse 4? No, I'm not familiar with this quote from the Bible okay. the top of my head. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old. Men of renown. Mm -hmm. You know what that's talking about? That's talking about the angels that God cast down out of heaven, landed on earth, and just started fucking everything. You know? Sounds about right. And this is where all these Nephilim came from. You know the story of David and Goliath? Right. Goliath was supposedly one of these Nephilim. Right. A demigod. Half God, half, uh, half human. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this may be... This one verse in the Bible, if you're one of these conspiracy people, uh, this may be the explanation for things like Bigfoot, the Jinn, you know, right. uh, uh, Yeti, uh, the Mothman. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it could be an explanation for this kind of stuff. I mean, I usually don't go down this road of <clears throat> of uh, a conspiracy theories and so forth, but this is in the Bible, and this scares the hell out of me. So, justice, real quick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. A lot of the um, 
you know, when you look at other, like all the ancient astronauts theories and stuff about right. the, the pyramids and stuff, but when you look at the pictures, you're like, that shit does look like they're saying shit's coming out of the sky and, yeah. you know, coming down here, messing with people, so... Uh, additionally, back in those days, they would do things like sacrifices and stuff like that. The whole idea was sending the burnt offering up to the gods yeah, or right. the god, you know, and that was like, uh, that's where gods lived was up. Right. Mm. And they're like, uh, like, it's like even at mountaintops, they'd live on mountaintops like Mount Olympus. Mm. That's where they would live. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think this book of the Bible also could, like, this one verse could explain things like the platypus or the chubacabra, the Jersey Devil. <laughs> you think those angels came down here and just started banging animals like crazy? <laughs> like, seriously, like banging everything. I think more of those other conspiracy ones are real science, like, experiments, people messing around and, like, one of them got away or something. You know, like, someone's in a lab somewhere messing like, with human beings and you're like, oh, one of the big ones got out of there. That's why you haven't seen them again. Like, like the Montauk Monsters? Yeah. <laughs> you know about the Montauk Monsters? This thing that washed ashore in Montauk off the the very far end of the Long Island? Uh-uh. Yeah. That whole, the whole uh, idea of, like, uh, Stranger Things, right. that Hawkins lab and stuff like that, mm. that's based on, like, uh, this facility that was in montauk right and so they're thinking this montauk monster was some sort of bio creation yeah created by this facility we were so. just in there putting chemicals in the octopus maybe well here's or trying to clone cells you don't know what they're doing that's but i'm not even talking about i mean i'm not even talking about like uh the government experiments about yeah. what they're doing because apparently they're not very good no, at i was it, just so. saying i think that's where like the smaller animals i don't think right. like the angels probably i don't know if that would work i don't know how how much i guess maybe Maybe the platypus was uh, bioengineered by some advanced society thousands upon thousands of years ago. The Pegasus was real at one point. Oh, that'd like be so horse. cool! <laughs> like, no, would. half angel. No, it's half horse, half it's Pegasus. Are yeah. all Pegasus? Like, like yeah, unicorns could have been real. Fuck this horse! Yeah, it's all some angel now. came down, banged a horse, and they took them all away. They were like, "Oh, we gotta get this shit out of here." When we leave, we're taking this with us. We can't let people know about this. Well, here's the point: is this is the beginning. <laughs> This verse, chapter 6, verse 4, is the beginning of the Noah's Ark flood. Mm -hmm. All right, so they were living in this valley, apparently, and God's like, there are way too many pegasuses. There's too, way too many unicorns running around. Uh, we got giants, you know, <laughs> angels banging platypi. You're over here just, what is, we're not taking these ones. Get the other ones. Yeah. Man, take it, Jerry. Or <laughs> Peter. Come on, man. It's Moses. Not Moses. I'm an idiot. Noah. Oh, man. I'm an idiot. Maybe he had a nickname like Jerry. That's just... Don't call me Noah. Call me Jer Jerry. It's Jerry. I'm the one who doesn't fuck the animals. It's the only one they trusted to go on the ark. Like, that's everyone who, else is fucking the animals. That's who God trusted. Yeah, He's that's like, why. You need to go. No, you're not going to fuck the animals, right? No, no, I don't, I don't think It's just going to be you, man, okay? It's going to get lonely in there. Well, you're not going to. He had gonna... his wife. He had his sons. But and, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's just... They'll be in there. <laughs> Fucking the rhinos, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, finding somebody in some donkey pen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, some, you know, I forget Noah's sons. It's like one of them's getting a, I forget their names, but one of them's getting a step ladder and bringing it to the giraffe bit. <laughs> hey, can you help me with this, Dad? He's like, damn it. He'll hold the ladder. 
The whole deal is we don't fuck the animals. <laughs> I never made that deal with God. Oh, man. Uh, that is hilarious, though. Well, it's just, um, it's a funny thought about something serious, though, which is why, because you were, like, saying, like, oh, that's scary, and then you're like, but, though, you know what else? Well, I think you're getting at what I'm about to get at, which is uh, that I think this is one of those verses that people who don't have a faith, don't believe in God or anything like that, point to in the Bible, and they say, see, this is why this book is 100% bullshit. I said, I get it. You know, there's giants. There's talking donkeys. I understand that the Bible reads like a, scrap, uh, a, a Shrek script, right. you know? That's just the way it is. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that happened. Yeah, at the beginning. There's a lot of stuff that weird stuff that happened in our world over the past centuries that humans have been on Earth. There's going to be a lot more weird shit that's coming. Mm-hmm. All right? Because, you know how I know? Because shit is weird right now. Yeah, of course. We are weird people. There are people who like dressing up as women. There are people who like dressing up as there are people who as my little ponies. Full surgery done. I think I talked about this one time. And who is the doctor who's like, yo, I'm going to become a doctor so I can change God. I'm going to change this dick into a vagina. You're like, yo, you're going to kill cancer. You're going to do something great for the world. He's like, I'm going to figure out how to change. He was just in school like, yep, you could turn a dick into a vagina. And then he's like, that's what I'm going to do. You're like, well, that's what I mean. Like hmm. plastic surgery is one of the most lucrative professions. You went to school for 12 years. To turn Dixon. <laughs> this is what you've been doing for 12 years. Hope, been... I hope they learned uh, other procedures. That's what too. I'm saying. Like, is this like what you were studying? Well, I mean, I hope that any surgeon has a, a series of procedures that they could do is in their, good? in their, uh, nope, just dicks. No, it's like a, <laughs> sorry, I'm a specialist in turning dicks into vaginas. Yeah, listen, it's on my card. <laughs> I, you can't back it out, you know, by yeah. the way. Just so you know, it's uh, irreversible. That is, yeah. So, uh, th- yeah, these are weird times we're living in. Human Humanity is weird. Uh, we've always been weird. Yeah. And uh, you never know. I mean, f- first of all, is like what's interesting is like when people first started writing, they started writing down facts and then history. Facts, history, um, and then uh, God, religion. You know, and it was all on these little papyrus, you know, little just sheets of paper. Yeah. Sheets of paper. The only thing I can compare it to these days is if you have a printer. You remember those things? If you have a printer, it's like there's little pieces of paper in there. And so it's like every time somebody wrote something, it's like one of them pages printed off. And they didn't really figure out books right away. So they just like put them all in a stack. Right. And, uh, and then they called that the whole Bible or whatever. Well, they all <laughs> voted on it. They went in there know, and decided because there's some of those that that are they, non-canon. They the Catholic Church has a couple that they that they have never let anybody oh, see yeah. in their oh, yeah. little in their library. And they're like, oh, we yeah. have a couple nobody's ever seen. I want to know what's on there. Why didn't you? Why aren't you letting anybody? See? That's the one talking about what I heard. That was the fucking story. That's in there. You're like, oh, fucking animals. Yeah. What I heard was is like there's this one story about Jesus where I can't be certain about this. Uh, but what I heard is that there's one story about Jesus where Jesus was down on the Sabbath by the riverbank and he was making these mud birds, just fashioning little birds out of mud. And somebody came down there and said, you can't, you can't be making things on the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath. And so Jesus goes, oh, oh okay. And then just turns the birds into real birds and they fly away. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And so, uh, and I think that may have got him into more trouble because, you know, a miracle is technically work. 
Yeah. You know, that caused him trouble later in life, let's be honest. Well, also, he looks like you're doing magic to people, and I think we've talked about this before. Did we? The, there's you, a weirder one. You kill everybody that you do. Oh, my gosh. This is not a miracle. This motherfucker's doing magic, yo. Killed him. There's another one where uh, apparently an adolescent Jesus pushed a boy off a roof. Mm. Boy died, and he brought him back to life. Using all his powers, and yeah. it's just my bad, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just like, don't even, tell my dad. Don't, don't, yeah, right. <laughs> don't tell my dad. Sorry. <laughs> don't tell my dad. So I don't know if that's correct or anything like that. I don't know why you wouldn't include those stories. I mean, I would think that any depiction. I mean, I just, I don't know. Because I mean, if you have a story about a talking donkey, you have a ta- story about you know a. Uh, a flood. What, you know, I guess the flood is a common, common trope. It's like all pe- all cultures all over the world talk about a great flood. Right. So, we do know that that happened. Yeah. That there was a flood. We don't know if there's a guy named Jerry, you know, on the on the ark, you know, banging giraffes on a stepladder. We don't know if that existed or not, for for certain. Right. You know, we don't know for certain that there was a talking donkey. We don't know for certain that you know. Uh, Jesus came back to his disciples and ascended into heaven, like in a tra- like a tractor beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, "Beam me up, Dad." Yeah, we, beam me up, Dad. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all tried to kill me. I told you I was Jesus. <laughs> Mic drop. They're like, no, I told you, beam me up, Dad. It's going up there. We're you, done with this planet. They're like, "Come back, Jesus." They're like, y'all didn't appreciate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so the Bible's weird, I, I granted, you know. But uh, I will say some good things that come from the Bible for those of you who say that, you know, the Bible's 100% bullshit because of verses like this in the Bible. I will say this. Uh, we wouldn't really have laws if it weren't for the Bible. Yeah. So, because law was contained within the Bible. And uh, most people don't actually read it, though. That's why they just hear, like, the story. They're like, I know there's a boat, and they get boat. And you're like, you yeah. don't know the actually. You've never actually read the book, though. You're just saying you know the I've story. I've read the book. I mean, it's crazy. I've read yeah, it I went times. to Catholic church. That's all they do at your church is just read out of the Bible. <laughs> you don't even, really? like, you sing, but they just read passages like, no. They don't give you any perspective, their own thought about it. They're just like, 96. And Jesus said upon to the, it starts just oh. reading right passages straight out. It's not like you know, like preachers will be like, you say Catholic, right? Yeah, oh, okay. they'll explain it to you. Preachers will give you like a verse and then be like, "This is what I yeah. think it means," and this exactly. is what. So it's different. They just that's why I'm Protestant. Straightforward yes. reading right out of here. And that's what it was. That's the way it was. That's what he said. I didn't yeah. make this up. It's in the book. You have one too. Like, all right, you have one too. Yeah, it's that's right exactly, in front of you. That's exactly what's there. You're reading along, yes. <laughs> You're like, Be right. sure to give our church a good Yelp review. Yes, come up and have some wine. I know it's getting boring. Here's a piece of bread. That's Pro- what I love is like the wine. Probably hungry. You're like, oh, awesome. I like the the grape juice. And, and I think that's what they do now. Crackers, some of yeah. them, yeah. <laughs> crackers. <laughs> that thing's like a little piece of cardboard. Yeah. They're the same everywhere, too. Like, I wonder who just mass makes those. I'm sure there's companies that just mass make those. killing and, it right now. They're probably, their complaints. Imagine the comments in this section. It's like, uh, these crackers are too flavorful. Can we have some with less flavor? This is almost a wheat thin. That says, yeah. Mine that tastes like cardboard. It's like a little. That's what I mean. It's like people don't want, they they probably don't want them to taste good. They don't want like the tray to come passing down the aisle. Some kids like empty. Oh damn! Oh, 
Mm. Take a handful. Yeah, a handful You're taking handfuls pocket. of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is delicious. Yes, for the body, the blood. <laughs> you know. Well, it's like uh, save some Jesus for everybody. I always make the joke is like croutons are old, uh, uh, old uh, communion wafers. So uh, it's like just throw me some chunks of Jesus on my salad. <laughs> Don't eat all of Jesus. We need to get through everybody. Oh boy, yeah. Well, we killed some time blaspheming, <laughs> so that was good, I guess. I don't know. So, what's the what's the segment you we usually get into here at like the halfway point of the show? Well, you got news worth knowing. That's right. It's news worth knowing. I just do need a little recharge here, a little can of courage, so I can do the show for you. Mmm, foamy. That's what she said. Thank you. Yeah. That's funny because I was thinking that, but I was like, I thought you were about to say I, something. I set it up for you, man. I threw it right over the plate. I was <laughs> wondering if you're going to swing. I was thinking it in my head, and I was like, he's about to say something. There. I was... <laughs> so I think this is uh, the best news to come out of Hollywood in a long time. So um, I don't know if you know about this, about hashtag Fartgate, <laughs> about Representative Eric Swalwell. Yeah. Swole. I want you to listen to this. It's uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans all last week was that you don't have any. Did you catch it? Chris, so far. I've seen this video already. I was listening to everything. This was what I was going to tell you about. On Nick's picks because I was just watching this yesterday. They're trying to say it was a cell phone on a table, and I was like, I listened to that a couple of times. Like, it, I'm pretty sure that's a fart. That's a fart, bro. Just with the pause is too that's perfect a, with it. Well, he and he I think the went, president is going to. It's just like right in between your silence. He, like he kind of stretched out, like he's like making room to. He's hope, to, hoping it's silent, you know. Trying to hold it, in. yeah. <laughs> Here's what's funny. Is that's the most interesting thing that's come out of this whole impeachment thing. You know? Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats! Uh, this is all they got is flatulence. What an excellent, excellent metaphor for the entire thing. It's like, you know, the best press, the biggest bombshell is, is, is in his pants. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, this whole impeachment thing, they're, they're just like, well, I, I heard of a guy who knew a guy who could get him weed and knows that the president definitely was involved in bribery. You know, and that's all they got. And so, like, this is the biggest thing to hit. This is the biggest thing to hit the whole news story. Right. A fart. A fart, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? Just like with this whole Epstein, you know, definitely committed suicide by himself thing that we all are united upon. And... That the farts are funny. We can, we can find common ground, ladies and gentlemen, left and right of the aisle. We agree that a representative farting is more interesting than this impeachment nonsense. Wasting our tax dollars and tax time. I don't know if it's time or just time. Just time. Wasting time. And that means they're wasting space, too. They don't be doing nothing in there anyway. They could Just be doing go in something. there, argue with each other. All day. Nothing's really. I don't, they, of course, forever. they've always went in there and argued, but it's. Then they give vacation. Oh, yeah. The longest vacation. <laughs> they come back the argue for a while. The longest vacation. I was in here thinking about how I was going to vote no against you every time next week. <laughs> I just... 
I think it's funny how everybody just doesn't waver no matter what in politics. It's always the funniest thing whenever people start to like challenge. Everybody like picks their side. Like no matter what. Not you specifically, but just people in general. You see, it's just like I'm, I'm Republican. Whatever or he Democrat, said is right, yeah. and then they're like trying to explain the story too, and everybody, nobody even knows how to even explain it because it's so ridiculous in the first place. And like, he, well, he said that he said, but they didn't actually hear him because his cousin was there. And you're like, but there was a, like, you're like, you both of you are arguing about. <clears throat> Something that neither of you really don't, I don't think you know about, but you're just agreeing with your party, you know, when they're talking politics with each other. I think there's some people who are like that. Like, I think that there's a small amount of people who are like that. that I think I think generally if you're if you're if you follow politics at all, mm. you're generally somewhat more informed than people who don't at all. Because that's the whole thing with this impeachment hearing, is that most Americans don't care. They're not following it at all. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, this is the most I've talked about it on yeah. this show. Right. You know? And it's because there was a fart involved, and that's the only reason why I'd want to talk about it. Yeah, right. Because it's a bunch of nonsense. Um, but generally, people who follow politics look at the left, and they're saying, it's like, what What are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe, Joe Biden looks barely alive. Bernie Sanders is a crazy, almost dead communist. You know? Um, Elizabeth Warren is the weirdest white bitch I've ever seen in my life. You know, if you see clips of her, I mean, you wonder how she got away with being calling herself a Native American for so long when you're so obviously white. Oh, my God. Right. And then all, you know, and they just sweep Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew, Andrew Yang under the rug because they're not high enough in the polls yet. And it's like the whole point of going out and trying to run for, uh, for the presidency this early, you know, that early, you know, I mean, we're talking about stuff that happened months ago with Col- uh, Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang where these people could have rose up through popular- popularity and just being somewhat more reasonable, could have, you know, had been a homegrown Democrat to run against Donald Trump. I don't want him to lose. I want Trump to win. But all I'm saying is that, you know, the Democrats need to, you need to be playing right. Anyway, dude farted. Yeah. That's the funny thing. <clears throat> that is funny. It's always funny. It happened to somebody else recently, too, but I, was, I think it was on a morning show. Well, it reminded me of that time when I was a senior in high school and somebody told a joke for me, like, whispered it. Mm-hmm. And I laughed out loud, but I farted at the same time because, you know, you lose it. <laughs> and then people, like, would come up to me and it's like, Where, did you think that the laugh would cover up the fart? Is that why you laugh so loudly? And it's like, no, I thought the joke was really funny. It's like, no, I think you laugh that loudly thinking it would cover up the fart. Uh-huh. Like, so the only thing that's missing from this video, to prove to me it wasn't like a cell phone on a table, because I can be honest with you, it could have been a cell phone on a table, and it just happened to coincide with him like stretching out his bowels, like right. he's making room to... You know, well, he was talking nervous. Like he sounded ridiculously like nervous or like just weird the whole time. That's what I mean. If Joe Rogan <clears throat> came knocking on my door, it's like pounding on my door, like Madman Lowercase, I know you're in there. I'd be farting like crazy because yeah. when I get nervous, I fart, and I I guarantee you, there's tons of people out there that get gassy when they're nervous. I right. don't think there's anything. I still think farting is funny. Like I don't think like you should fart on people. But I mean, if you accidentally fart, dude, that's funny. It's I would have laughed even harder. Like your story, it would have made me laugh even harder. Like, did you hear that? <laughs> that's, Oops. That's what I mean. It's like oops. <laughs> that clip 
You know, it would uh, it would never have been washed if he hadn't farted. Yeah. You know, and so I think that that's what's interesting about it. It's like, I mean, it would have been, I guess, more fun if he like ran over to Chris Matthews and farted on him. I mean, that would have been hilarious. I would I would still be watching this clip. People would be calling me and say, "It's time to do Shock Monkey Radio." It's like, no, I'm watching this clip where he farts on Chris Matthews. <laughs> Dude farts on Chris Matthews. Yeah, wonderful. Well, we just lost video. Down she goes. Yeah. Anyway. I guess I'm not doing any video editing tonight. We catch the second half here. Damn it. All right. Let's just do a little. Let's do revisit the the thingy here. But your your voice your vocals didn't go off, did it? Well, yeah, the podcast is still going. Yeah. Podcast is still going. It's just we lost video. This damn thing crashed again. Um, yeah, so Shock Bucky Radio is entertainment for adults by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXPG Public Radio or responses. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights Stand Warned. I feel like I have to do that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Airbnb guest sues homeowner after discovering three hidden cameras in the unit. Lawsuit claims. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So a couple has sued the owner of a San Diego, California apartment rented via Airbnb after claiming it had cameras hidden throughout the converted garage unit. An unidentified couple booked an Airbnb in the city's Claremont neighborhood back in November 2018. Three days into their stay, the pair claimed they discovered three hidden cameras, two of which were in the bathroom, with another one in the bedroom ceiling, NBC San Diego reports. According to the lawsuit... The guest called police who reportedly confirmed the existence of the cameras. Uh, the Airbnb rental was operated by owner Paul Vukelich, who, has been, who was being sued for invasion of privacy, inflicting emotional distress, and disturbing explicit materials. You rent an Airbnb from a guy named Paul. There's fucking cameras in your room, dog. That's all I got to well, say. Well, that's what you get for... You should have never... You don't rent anything from a guy named Paul. That's what you get for using Airbnb, if you ask me. The um, so you know what they mean is like because he said he's uh they got him like for, for distributing, distributing. He's made sexual he explicit videos yeah, he's been, of somebody. So that means he sent videos of that he got to somebody, and so somebody else they've... is probably impl- implicated. Right. See yourself on Pornhub, you'd be surprised. Mm. Ew. Anyway, Vukelich, however, claimed. That uh, there were never any operational cameras inside the unit. The attorney representing the couple in the civil lawsuit, David Bevins, has stated the incident has left his chi- uh, clients with severe emotional trauma. Yeah, imagine. Every time that somebody looks at him funny for the rest of his life, he's not going to know whether the reason is because he was recognized from hidden cameras. That's where the harm comes in. Okay, fair enough. Um, Airbnb did not immediately respond. Oh, this isn't our fault. We didn't know Paul was a creep. Yeah. Mm. Quote, the safety and privacy of our community are key priorities, and we maintain strict rules regarding the disclosure of security devices, which includes an outright ban on cameras within bedrooms or in bathrooms. Once this incident, so in kitchens is okay? I don't know. Well, because they have security cameras in houses, like okay, ADT yeah. and stuff that are in, like, hallways and okay. doors and stuff. Yeah, uh, the quote continues, once this in- incident was brought to our attention, we removed the host from the listing in our community, 
from our community and work quickly to support our guest. David Bevins was not immediately able to respond to request for comment. What a fucking Paul. Perv. Paul, you perv. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Paul. You Creep. perv, Paul. That's why I was, I was wondering where they were, because like, that is 100%. You, there's no explanation. It's San Diego. I'm just saying, like, two cameras in a, in a bathroom... And yeah. one in a bedroom above the bed. That's definitely porn stuff. That is 100%. You set that up. Also, how did they not notice? Also, I wanted, like, did they, did, were they in there fucking? How many days have they been in there? That's what I mean. That's like a few days into their stay. They're getting it in on vacation. Well, that's what I mean. Is that in the Airbnb bed? Would you, yeah, you fuck. Why would you be fucking in like an Airbnb bed? Uh, that's somebody's house. Yeah. Well, I, bang, I banged in a motel, I guess. I was about to say, I don't know, yeah. how, how, much, how, you know, how much worse is that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have a mattress. I don't know how it works. Cause, but motels are built for that. Airbnb is not, you know? You it's feel not. trashy in a motel. Also, there's no cameras. <sighs> That's the thing that makes it, like, different. You think there are motels out there with cameras? There's in? definitely hotels with okay. cameras, and that's how Kevin Hart yeah. got drunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, some girl, I guess somebody put that one in there on like specifically. But. I just I don't. I think that's just the problem with uh, uh, these these places like Airbnb, Uber, and so forth. Is like for example, like people in Ubers. You know, the driver. You know. Yeah. Somebody just did that. Somebody just yeah. exposed himself in the car when. With if to a lady with her kid is in the car. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, that's what I mean." And you know, the company would never be liable for him. You know, no, they can't say that. I mean, because you fill out the application, that doesn't like it goes without to say like, "Is sexual harassment is against our policy?" We didn't specifically put like, "Don't pull your dick out when there's a customer in your car." Probably don't pull your dick out in your car at all. <laughs> But I didn't think we needed to write that in the contract. In so terms we did of service, yeah. put it in there. Yeah, <laughs> never pull your dick out in front of yeah, our clients. Yeah, thought that was a given, but we'll go ahead and add that in specifics to the inappropriate behavior. <laughs> I didn't think it was inappropriate. <laughs> I think it was absolutely necessary. Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to get her to ride in my car again. <laughs> do what I could. I'm trying to get that. Trying to get those stars. Here. How how how. Attractive? Do you have to find somebody to be like, I'm gonna pull my dick? I don't know if it's about attraction as it is about pulling the dick out. That's what I mean. You're just like, oh yeah, there's a girl in the car. I, I bet you I could pull my dick out in front of this one. No, no, you can't. If you're pulling your dick you out, I think you probably bet you pull your dick out in front of everybody. You just don't. I've had guys all day. I've been waiting for you, baby. Well, here's what I mean: is like you're a guy who got caught once pulling your dick out. How many times were you in in like an Uber, just thinking? Maybe I should pull my dick out on this one. Finally got the courage. And what, yeah, what caused you to decide against that? Yeah. How many drunk people have been in the backseat and just didn't notice? We were partying and Looking at their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Picked up these two girls that were sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. What a horrible person. Oh, dude, that is so fucked up. Anyway, uh, here's the next story. College students turn to adulting classes for basic life skills. This is from Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, many students entering college haven't mastered basic life skills, such as changing a tire or balancing a checkbook. So some universities are responding with non-credit workshops, uh, sometimes called Adulting 101. Uh, Kansas State University in, in Manhattan offers a series of 
a series that teaches practical skills. Wichita State University has offered a workshop on budgeting. The University of Nebraska Kearney uh, taught a tax preparation workshop and a University of North Carolina Chapel Hill workshop focused on building credit. This is what the Kansas News Service reported. Uh, while older generations might scoff at millennials and Generation Z for not knowing how to perform these skills, educators say today's college students grew up under intense pressure to pass college entrance exams and achieve high grade point averages, giving them little time to learn life skills. Hovering parents and a decline in traditional home economics classes also contributed to the problem. I think it was that last one right there, home economics classes, because these are all things that I learned in home economics, other than changing a car tire. I mean, right. you should have a father teaches that or an uncle or something like that. Anyway, yeah. Okay. You had to take one home economics one like when you I was in sixth grade. Yeah, one. And you, it was a, yeah. you were able to take it in high school, but you didn't have to. It, like that's why I didn't. Like, okay, I, like they I teach had to you how to sew. Like yes. you had to get one credit in it. So like you sewing, do the baking, sew on you had baking to like balance thing. checkbook. You had to uh, do all these reasonable things. And I mean, um, I think it was good that I went through those classes. Mm -hmm. But if it's an, I mean, in at your generation, it was is an elective, and now they don't teach it at all because they're concentrating. What they're saying is that, oh, it's so hard for students nowadays because they need to get the for the high grade points. It's, it's, that's always been in existence. Yeah, but that's because they, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Like, I took accounting in high school for, like, two or three years, and that shit teaches you how to balance checkbooks and do, like, uh, your taxes and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know why you wouldn't have taken that class. Yeah. You're like, I want to take music. Well, that's what I mean. No, they want to they take the high uh, advanced placement English, advanced placement Mathematics and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's that's the point they're making. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, when high schools began focusing on more core subjects for testing, classes known as home economics or family and consumer science began to decline. By 2012, fewer than uh, 3.5 million students were taking such classes. That's a 38 percent drop in a decade. Yeah. Yeah, I think we covered everything here. It's like, um, here's the thing. It's like, um, what are we teaching these kids if we're not teaching them how to live their life? I mean, you're, and then you wonder where, like, all this autism, where did all this autism come from? Well, that's why, because you think that if you get a better degree or something, you're going to get a better job is what they teach you. And no. then you're not doing a specific skill job where you're just like, I have a degree in French art. And then you're like, yes. but why, like, what are you going to get a job in? Like there's, I'm sure there are jobs, but I'm pretty sure there are very few and people already have them. Yeah. You get to work at a museum, a French yeah. museum. Like they're like, we're not hiring. Yeah. They have people. five positions. Yeah. Like there's 300 people graduating with a degree in that. Yeah. This year. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna fire one of my people to hire you. I like I like yeah. the one that like Ben Shapiro always talks about is like, uh, yeah, you gotta you get out of school and you got a degree in lesbian dance theory, <laughs> you know, and you know what good is that? What kind of a degree is good? In right, and they let you do that yeah. though, and that's why you like that's it's like that's what I said. I don't like to tell people not to go to college, but I mean I think it's like I don't know. You should be doing something like a specific. You should know, like computer programming or something like a specific uh, don't, architecture don't or something. Say, don't say hashtag learn to code. No, I'm just saying, like something like, you know, like whatever. You're getting art degrees. Yeah. So, um, I can always teach fifth grade. Well, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, 
you spent all the money going to college and you get yeah, the less a, paying job. Yeah, a degree used to mean something. Yeah. It used to mean you were educated. But apparently if, if college classes are teaching home ec now, mm. what are you teaching? You know, right. what it, it I mean, if you ask me, college even when I went to was basically high school with an ashtray and everything that I wanted to learn, I could learn on my own. See, I had an advantage because I was taught at a young age how to learn on my own. Right. All right. And so people were like, oh, he reads really well. Oh, he speaks very well. Oh, he's very smart. He knows a lot of things. You know, he's real smart in history. He's like, yeah, of course. I learned how to learn. And I I had no friends and I didn't get laid till I was 21. Yeah. I do. I just read the books. I didn't used to pay attention at school because I like to talk and make jokes. But if you read, I'm like, you know, all the answers are in the book they give you at the beginning of the year. Like yeah. at some point, just read it. And yeah. they're like, how do you know you never pay attention? Like I read the, it's right it's in the in, book. It, it's right in the book. You didn't read it? <laughs> and then uh, and then you'd have some teachers that would like basically just cover exactly what's on the test mm-hmm. in class. Right. How, how are you that dumb? <laughs> High school was easy as fuck. Yeah. I it didn't like going to college because it seemed like busy work to me. Where you're like, why do you keep giving me like so much of this? And then I'm but you about to give it back to me? That's what used to make me mad. Like it took me two weeks to do this paper. You gave it back to me. Yeah. Like what so oh you read it and you're like, Yeah, I guess that's right. Here you go. I put my heart and soul in Yeah, there. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was math that killed me in college. Anyway, so uh let's go to this next story. Yeah, we got about 11 minutes, 10 minutes left. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christmas tree is used to fill a pothole in an Atlanta neighborhood. In uh, the road? Yeah. <laughs> right. Good idea, guys. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, da, 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 da. Some Atlanta homeowners filled with holiday spirit decided to fill a troublesome pothole this week using a lighted, decorated Christmas tree in the hopes that their stunt might galvanize the city officials to uh, more permanently fix the problem. Instead of being negative and screaming and stopping our feet and being all ugly about it, well, that's definitely a southerner. <laughs> instead, of, instead of being negative and screaming and stomping our feet and being ugly about it, why not just have fun with it and still get attention and get the job done so it's not so dangerous in the neighborhood? <laughs> this is uh, on Archwood Drive. Um, uh, her name is Sharon. I was going to say, I feel like a lady said that. Yeah, that's Sharon, Sharon Magruder. <laughs> yeah. Archwood Drive uh, is where this thing is. Uh, she said the lights on the tree would also help uh, drivers avoid the road hazard. Um, neighbors in the area gathered around the pothole tree to harmonize a parody of the popular Christmas Carol O Christmas tree. Oh, Archwood tree. Oh, Archwood tree. How scary is that sinkhole? Oh, Archwood Tree, oh, Archwood Tree, when will our streets be pothole-free? Doesn't even rhyme. I I hate it. (laughs) I can't help but applaud these people. I love a peaceful protest, and I love just being silly with it. I love love farts. You know, they make me laugh. I love dicking with Joe Rogan, hoping he doesn't kick my ass. And you know, I love people who would just say, instead of like calling up your local government and saying, hey, you know, do something about these streets, those are my tax dollars. It's like he's spending all this money on education. These kids come out, don't know how to balance a checkbook. So, <laughs> and the whole time, they're not going to fix her pothole. They're going to give her a fine for putting yeah, a, for, for for putting a tree in a, in, a per, in, littering. A, in a public street, clearly illegal. Uh, also, like, 
I get the idea, but like, how big is this street? Because you just put a tree in it. Yeah. Like how many? Like this tree wasn't here last week. Huge, yeah. (laughs) This is not a huge pothole. It's not a huge tree. Oh, okay. I was about to say, come driving down the road, just booze. (laughs) This tree was not here last week. I swear. (laughs) That's why they put the lights on it, man. (laughs) This tree come. Anyway, uh, Salvation Army saddened by Chick Fil A's decision to end donations. I don't know if you heard about this, but this is ridiculous. I didn't know. Yeah, Salvation Army has responded to Chick Fil A's announcement. Monday, that the fast food chain's, uh, fast food chain's charitable, charitable arm will not be donating to the faith-based organization in 2020, dis- uh, despite providing donations to the organization for several years. In a statement, Salvation Army said it was saddened by the news. Quote, we are saddened to learn that a corporate partner has felt it necessary to, necessary to divert funding to other hunger, education, and homelessness organizations areas in which the Salvation Army, as the largest social service provider in the world, is already fully committed. The Christian organization and Chick-fil-A itself has been criticized for their stances towards same-sex marriage and other issues affecting the LGBTQ plus STD community, uh, with many accusing the brands of being anti-LGBTQ plus STD community. However, the Salvation Army has defended its practices as helping all individuals regardless of sexual orientation. We serve more than uh, 23 million individuals a year, including those in the LGBT, you know. Um, In fact, we believe we are the largest provider of poverty relief to the, that particular community. We, this is a continued quote, we urge the public to seek truth before rushing to ill-informed judgment and greatly appreciate those partners and donors who ensure that anyone who needs our help feels safe and comfortable to come through our doors. So, yeah, Chick-fil-A announced Monday that it would no longer be providing donations to the Salvation Army because they weren't woke enough. Okay. So, I mean, it's not even, it's, it's not even that these, these gays hate uh, Chick-fil-A. They hate anybody who collects any money from Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. You know? Get but off your high horse. Chick-fil-A... Um... Yeah, they boycott Chick Fil A, and they they do this like they believe what they believe. They stand firm by their whole thing. They always have, you know what I mean. And that's that's been a thing. My question about that is what what is the Q? There's a Q at the end of the L thing. Now? That means queer. No, you're not allowed to say that. Yes, I am. Uh, are you allowed to call people y- queers? Yes. <laughs> First Amendment. I thought we covered this at the beginning. I know. The, oh, I didn't know that they put that on there. That's my. That's what I mean. They want so They want to make something. It's like if I say you're queer, that oh, that's like my N word. It's like get out of town. I thought that there's was nothing like the N word. Uh, there is nothing like the N word. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and you're getting all pissed off at me saying that like I'm misgendering you. I'm I'm dead naming you. You know you can't call me queer. Well, no, nah, like, I just know like I, I just thought it you was could like say, you know, no. If the person actually is queer, you could say he's queer. Because I have his permission to say that I'm queer. But if you don't have, if it was like, you can't say, let's smear, let's play smear the queer. Remember smear the queer? Yeah. That was a game we played. We could still play it. Yeah. So here's my point. It's like, I could call anybody queer I want. I could call it LGBTQ plus STD if I want. That's the freedom But did you add that? The plus STD? The Q. No, I didn't add that. I was gonna say I thought you were re- oh the, that that's what I was saying I didn't know it's that LGBTQ they did that. 
plus, and there's more. There's more that people want to add, but the plus is always in negotiation and stuff like that. Just add all the fucking letters. Dude, it's like, just, just put, like... Alphabet. Mentally ill. The, um... Just put alphabet people. A through Z. That's, that, the that's A through some, Zs. Some people, yeah, that's what some people are calling it. The alphabet people. I prefer uh, to call them LGBT Q plus STD, uh, which stands for sexually transmitted disease. I'm, at the I'm end. aware. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. We got about, yeah, four minutes left. I want to talk about this. Speaking of these types of people, uh, vegans sue Burger King over Impossible Whopper. Claim the patty was contaminated by meat in a class action lawsuit. Vegans always be hangry. It says on the wrapper that it is cooked on the same grill. Yes. It has a warning on the I wrapper. Know. I know. <laughs> yeah, so it's a class action lawsuit filed uh, by Philip Williams over the restaurant's alleged cooking practices concerning the new Impossible Whopper. Williams, a vegan, is claiming the lawsuit that his Impossible Whopper, a plant-based alternative to the chain's classic beef Whopper, has contaminated was contaminated by meat byproducts because it was cooked at the same beef as the same apparatus as beef whoppers, according to the court documents obtained by TMZ. According to Williams, who reportedly purchased fake meat burger in Atlanta, Georgia, vegans all over the country are outraged at the fast, at the fast food chain's cooking practices, which involves cooking the impossible patties, uh, beef patties and chickens in the same, on, on the same broiler. It's a broiler. It's not like it's a grill. Right. Also, I mean, you're going to Burger King, Doug. What do you expect? They made a whole new grill to cook a one sandwich? That's the point. It's not a grill. It's a broiler. But they didn't buy one just to make a, a new... We got a new sandwich out. Let's buy a whole new broiler well, for Well, here, here's the point. Here's the, the one, I guess, most valid argument in this for, you know, the, the plaintiffs. Is that um, you know, some religions, like uh, Islam and uh, Judaism, they I believe... Pork. There, you can't cook, like, uh, uh, pork or cheese or anything like that, mm. like, next to it or, like, on the same grill or something like that, but it's a broiler, you know? Right. So that means it's, like, it's going along the conveyor, all right, and it's getting cooked, all right, then it comes off the conveyor, and that's your vegan burger, and then the, the, the things that the burger was resting on comes back down the opposite side of the broiler getting cooked and burning everything off and then comes back around again and you could put a beef or vegan one on there and it's not going to fuck with your religion. Right. That's just my opinion. I might be wrong for you orthodox people out there. But, you know, uh, you know, people are just trying to sue. People are so litigious these You went days. to a place called Burger King. Lawsuit over. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> why didn't you just make it at home or I mean. go to an all that's vegan why, restaurant? Why would you go? Why would you go to Burger King and order not a burger? Why would you go to McDonald's and not order McDonald's? Right. You know, it's it doesn't it's, make any sense. You made a stupid decision. Oh, I should be able to enjoy it too. Well, it's not. That's a personal choice about how you. That's what eating. I mean. It's like there's people who will go out there and it's like, oh, well, I'm a vegan. They have this new Impossible Whopper. I know that they're you know cooking it right next to actual meat burgers. And I have this religion, and I can sue them, and I can make a ton ton of money off of Burger King. Just to shut me up, yeah. you know, and that's the problem with people these days. That's this is just like these uh, this, uh, people going to these Christian bakers and saying we need want you to make us a, a lesbian cake. It's like, well, we're not going to do that. It's like, well, you're evil, and we're going to sue the pants off of you until you're out of business. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. not saying that it's burger- on the it's on the wrapper though. It does say on the wrapper. I did see that TMZ story. So yeah, on I- the wrapper, there's a warning that says this is cooked on the same grill. So I'm I'm not. But it's not a grill, it's a broiler. Whatever it is, whatever it says, man. (laughs) Anyway, 
we got in the show. We got your show coming up here in a couple of seconds, uh, a couple of minutes. 7.30. 7.30. We got Blow the Deck. Uh, Nick will be hosting. I'll be running it. Uh, yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Sorry about the video. Again, the software is a pain in the ass, and I'm ready to throw this computer straight through a window. We got to put a window in here first. They're all covered. All right. So this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm Nick, as always. See you all below. Below the deck. Below the deck.